And good morning. Happy Saturday. Hopefully you are enjoying some of this sunshine. Although once you get out of the car, it doesn't feel as good as it does with the sunshine. Feels a little chilly. So my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And we're going to do on today's show that we always try to do. Teach you interesting ways to save you interest. Now, first of all, I want to thank you so much. The response from last show was phenomenal. Uh, we discussed, of course, the new announcement, and we'll talk about that today. A new member of the mortgage teacher team that you Londoners should be very proud of. But we'll get to that after news break. But first, like I said, I want to thank you about the response we had from last week, last show. What that show was, was we talked about the tax-deductible mortgage. Are you sitting on debt equity? How are you using the equity in your house to maybe advance yourself? I know the stock market went up really well lately. So we have a lot of clients that you know, are building an investment portfolio, a retirement plan, along with paying down your mortgage. And there's tax deductions involved. So that's what we do. These are some of the examples we do here at Mortgage Teacher. We don't just say, here's your rate, here's your payment, have a great day. No, 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 no. Mortgages have changed dramatically. We're more like a financial planner. So if you have an accountant that works on your behalf, that's fantastic. We work well with that professional. If you have a financial planner, someone that invests your money for you, even better. We can show you ways that you can even give that investor maybe $1,000 every single month of freed up money. So as I said on the last show, that's a whole show in itself. And from the response from all you listeners, fantastic. Um, Thank you again for reaching out because the phones were pretty busy with how to make your mortgage tax deductible. So if that caught your ear and you're still interested, although we're not talking about today's show, feel free to reach out. And of course, take a look exactly what is Mortgage Teacher. London, read the reviews yourself. You guys are putting us in the spot we are, so thank you very much. What Mortgage Teacher is, is we deal with all the lenders. We all know that there's, well, in case you don't know, I'll teach you. There's 36 banks in Canada, okay? Now, in order to become a bank, there's a governing body called OFSI, and they, you know, monitor you and they give you a bank status. So if you're a bank... You can earn an income on a mortgage, of course. Uh, Investment loan. You can earn an income on a savings account, as they do off my savings account. A bank can earn money on a life insurance policy, mutual funds. The point I'm getting at is banks earn an income on multiple streams of income. So let's set those 36 banks aside. Because going through mortgage teacher, you get to deal with all of them. There's also trust companies. Maybe some of you in London have heard of some of them. Maybe you haven't. But for example, First National. They announced last year in 2017 that they funded $100 billion in one year with A-plus Canada mortgages. Sorry, people, that's not a small player. That's a lot of money. So maybe you have a mortgage at First National or you know someone, but they don't have TV commercials. They don't have branches. They just have good mortgage products. And those lenders, they're the, that's the only way they can make money because they don't have a bank status. So they can't make it on life insurance. They can't make an income on uh, investments. So they have to make good mortgages and good mortgages only. So you might be asking, well, Michael, what's an example of a good mortgage? Well, maybe it's a little bit lower rate. Not a whole lot, but maybe 0.1, 0.2 lower. Maybe it's more freedom to put money down whenever you like. A lot of people are stuck on putting money on the anniversary date, and then they forget. So a lot of my clients through Mortgage Teacher, we make it available. You can put money down, $100 down today. 200 tomorrow. Oops, I forgot I have this money. Put 800 next week. Log in and put money whenever you like. A lot of people like that freedom. And the biggest deal breaker or deal maker is the penalty. 
Have you seen how some of our chartered banks design the penalty? Like, let's be honest. When's the last time when you went to set up a mortgage that you talked about the penalty? Wait a minute, I'm getting the mortgage. Why would I talk about a penalty? This is exactly why, people, because that's what we call an unexploded bomb. If you don't know how much that penalty is going to be, you know, that's a surprise down the road, and maybe you shouldn't be taking that mortgage for that reason. Just this week in the office alone, we had a client that wants to break the mortgage for fantastic reasons. They got a deal on a new house, a really good deal, and they're excited. We went to their lender to find out that the penalty is going to be $9,000. But if they had that at somewhere else, the penalty was only going to be $1,600. Look at the difference in savings on penalty. So think about it when you're up front negotiating rate. No, negotiate the best numbers and make sure that, you know, a penalty clause. So these are some of the differences that a mortgage teacher could teach you the difference. So let's just go back to what we were talking about. You have those 36 banks to choose from. We move them over. Then you have some of these non-bank lenders or trust companies such as MCAP, First National, uh, Resmore Trust out of Alberta, out west, which is known as RMG. So these are the top monolines in Canada or non-bank lenders that lend in mortgages. So we'll set them aside. What I'm trying to say is through Mortgage Teacher, so far, you have over 45 lenders to choose from. And we're not done. What about credit unions? We love them. They're not governed by OFSI, so sometimes they have some little niche products. For example, Business for Self. It's the, it's the credit unions that have the products that are really helping us entrepreneur Business for Self type. Maybe they have some stated incomes. or They're, they're very local. For example, um, we just closed a place, and I've mentioned this before. We deal with cottages up north. So the Kawartha Credit Union is who we had to contact to close a deal on the French River. Here at Mortgage Teacher, we deal with all of these lenders. We kind of joke around, to be honest with you. Heck, we don't really like any of the banks. We just got to pick one with you. And that's exactly what we do at this show. It's unbiased. And the number one question that I love to answer, well, Michael, this is great that you're saving me thousands and handling all of this, but how much is this going to cost me? It's free. It's all free. And that's what's great about this type of setup. You get unbiased, free advice. So it really comes down to why not? And that's why we're so happy with the reviews, the referrals. The real estate agents in the city are constantly saying, well, I'm, that's great. You're pre-approved at TD, but I wouldn't mind you bouncing that off a mortgage teacher just to see if you have any other options. So with that all being said, that's exactly what Mortgage Teacher is here to do. And that's what our plans are. Like I said, look us up at mortgageteacher.com. In fact, just Google Mortgage Teacher and see what Londoners are saying for yourself. Read the reviews, because maybe there's one in there that compares to your situation. We're always live on Twitter, so ask us a question anytime at Mortgage Teacher and all the social fronts. We're there to, be, to, re, to reach out. We meet clients you know, while they're working, outside of hours, even on weekends. So, hey, reach out. We're more than happy to help you out. Now, back to the news, because let's just admit it. The news has been pretty active as far as mortgages, and here's why. Three weeks ago, we had a rate increase. So the prime rate went up. Okay, so that means if you have a line of credit or a variable rate mortgage, the rate just went up 0.25. Now, sorry, if you're at TD, your rate is 0.15 higher than everybody else. Because for some reason, way back in 2015, when prime came down, TD felt they can hold their prime a little different. So yes, I still bank at TD too. But if you do have a variable or line of credit at TD, sorry, but you are paying 0.15 higher than everyone else in Canada. I'm just being honest with you. Now, 
As far as the news, CMHC announced this week that the market is cooling off. Now, London. Let's talk about London here, people. London real estate agents, please listen. We don't want multiple offers. We don't want people to have to go in on a house without a financing condition. Not if they can get away with it. And from our Hamilton office down the road, my understanding is that market's cooling off. And now this write-up from CMHC confirms that. Please, before we go to news break, go to our, our blog page at Mortgage Teacher and you'll see the top blog right there in front of us. So it explains exactly what's going on with rates. So if you look at the blog, it's called Where Are Mortgage Rates Heading for Fall 2018? You can look it up on our Facebook page, through our social media, but have a read of that blog. Now, let's continue this talk about what the market's doing when we get back in one minute. Again, I'm Michael Mullis from Mortgage Teacher, and you can call us 226-289-2991. We'll be back right after this news message. All right, welcome back from that news break. Thank you for still tuning in. And if you're just tuning in now, my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and we're doing what we always do and try to teach you interesting ways to save you interest. Now, to continue from before the news break, uh, we're talking about the, the news release this week about CMHC and what the housing market is doing. So, first of all, I like to, we have a visitor here that come in during break. So, I want to welcome Jen Story to the studio. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me in today. Excited to have Jen. First time on the radio, so be nice, people. <laughs> uh, as I mentioned before on the show last week, we've moved Jen over. She's been 18 years in the mortgage or in the finance industry with multiple banks, and she has just recently moved over to the broker side. So if you have any questions on bank versus broker, this would be the person to ask. So how's the move going so far, Jen? The move's going awesome, Mike. I, I'm very excited to be here. I'm excited to be able to give my clients so many more options and help out the real estate agents that I work with. Well, fantastic. And I mean, they're, they're lucky to have you. We know you have a, a very large database that way. You work very well with very many agents. And, and we're very happy to have you over here. So we can help learn the difference and learn off of all of your expertise and help teach these listeners here. So, Jen, just before the break, we were talking about that blog that we wrote. Uh, again, if you want to read about the blog and, and what it's called is Where Are Mortgages Going for Fall 2018? And this week, CMHC made an announcement uh, that uh, the housing market's cooling down. They expect it to kind of, what do you want to call it, kind of stale out or even out over the next two years. And that's funny because Jen and I just went to a conference in uh, Montreal for the Mortgage Leadership Conference. And the economists that were there, and one being Benjamin Tall with CIBC, which I'm sure you can relate to. Absolutely. (laughs) He's, He's great. I love his info. And he was bringing up a good topic, and we brought that up here in the blog. But he was saying that, you know, the rate increases, it's pretty much come to an end, and we're going to see the market and the interest rates stabilize. So what we put here in the blog is I'll just kind of go over, and please look it up. It's on our Facebook page at Mortgage Teacher. We're on Twitter at Mortgage Teacher. And look up the website yourself, mortgageteacher.com. And if you look in the blog page, you're going to find this blog saying, where are mortgage rates heading for fall 2018? If you have that, please open it right now because it's a very powerful image we have from uh, the convention we went to a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what we talked about is, do you know what an inverted bond is? So let me explain. What the economist is saying is we're running into, and Jen, you can relate to this, we're running into 2007 again. So back in 2007, what happened was 
The five-year fix was at 5.65, and the 10-year fix was at 5.75. So I remember helping out clients back then. It's like, well, geez, for an extra $13 a month, you can hold your rates for 10 years. Now, do you remember, Jen, what happened in 2018? Yeah, absolutely. I did the same thing. I come down from about five to three. Right. So the rates came plummeting from 5% down to three. And I remember my office was ringing off the hook with, please get me in this lower rate. I just signed a couple months ago. But this is earlier in the show. This is what we were talking about, the value of a mortgage teacher. Because when I had those people call, if I put them at a chartered bank, and you can maybe relate to this, Jen, that the the penalty sometimes was, I saw some, $15,000. Absolutely. We've seen them upward of 20000 So <sighs> it's it's very important to be explaining it up front. And that's what I was saying earlier in the show. If you take a mortgage and you like, great, now there's lower rates. I can save money. But you find out that your penalty is going to be $21,000. That's a surprise you don't want. So back to what's going on right now in the market. And this is what a lot of economists are predicting. That if the 10-year fix is right beside the five-year fix, like it was back in 2007, then those low-term rates, like the three-year fix, the five-year fix, they need to come down. So we've had some rate increases lately. Prime went up three weeks ago, like I said earlier in the show. So your line of credit went up and your variable rate mortgage went up. But fixed rates have been fairly stabilized, okay? Now what we're seeing is, of course, cold man winter's coming in. And when the winter comes in, it does a magical thing to our housing market. It cools it off, <laughs> as it does, because I don't like to go house shopping when I have work to do around the house. So we all know that the market kind of cools off. Now, back in 2008, they had some real aggressive changes, and they cooled the market off a little bit too much. They had to then lower, as we know, they lowered prime and lowered the rates quite a bit, all the way down to 2.5%, just to get the market picking up. Right. Now, these economists are saying they don't want to make that mistake again. But CMHC has come out this week saying that the, the housing market is stabilizing. And, of course, with these economists two weeks ago saying that the mortgage rates are going to stabilize and we could see decreases in rates. So in 2019, 2020, if you're in a variable rate, hold still. Don't react too quick because rates are stabilizing and coming down. Again, you can see it with your own eyes in this blog that we have. Now, I was just talking to a gentleman yesterday. He wants to hold a 10-year fix because, quote, unquote, rates are going up and no end in sight. Well, that is not true. I just showed him there is an end in sight, and it could be now. So I don't want to make the same mistake twice. I did that back in 2007. I put some some even dear friends into a 10-year fix because it, it was a good deal. But now that I look and look back in time, they could have done better with two five years instead of one 10-year. So... Please have a look at this blog. It's, uh, you know, image is worth a thousand words, and you can see a picture of the bond right there. It's called an inverted bond, and this is the one of the top signs that we think that rates are going to stabilize. So hold tight. You know, five-year fix is good. If you're in a variable, don't rush to lock in. It's all right. And for you over-analytical, please, please, the, I have some very smart listeners on this show. So you financial planners, you guys that like your detail, please look at this blog and scroll at the bottom. You can see Ben Tall's market forecast from September talking about this, and I can show you CMHC's announcement that came out this week. So feel free to look at the mortgageteacher.com under blogs, and it's called Where Are Mortgage Rates Heading for Fall 2018? So that information should help you out greatly. So back to kind of the topic of overall, you know, broker versus bank. Um, 
when we're when we're helping people out, we want to give you know all the range and all the variety. And like I said earlier in the show, it's not about. And I mean, Jen, you can even relate to this because you working at one bank, you must have had clients coming in saying, "Listen, I need to make you fit in this box." Absolutely. Because I mean, what would you have? You'd have a five-year fixed to offer, a five-year variable, and maybe shorter terms. Yeah, right? a couple of shorter terms. Where now, poor Jen, I guess, but I have to help teach her the difference. <laughs> now she says, okay, clients, what would you like to do? Oh, okay, you want to put this much down. And, oh, in a year or two, you want to pay this much off on the mortgage. Now we can listen to what the client wants to do. And we, with all the lenders and products we have to choose from, we help custom make one around the needs of the client. Um, a quick example of this is a client uh, sat down with us and they told us in two years they're likely going to move. So what sort of product do we sit in? But they said they might not move. So we want to get them in something that has a really good rate in case they stay, but at the same point doesn't tie them into that big penalty we talked about or give them flexibility to put money down when they like. And, you know, or even this, uh, portability, assumability. I mean, Jen, you come from a background, those are tied to the mortgage. Absolutely, they are. Portability is a big big piece of mortgages. It is, because say you didn't mean to move, but I we had a client last week, they wanted to move, so they wanted to keep, because the rates that people have now are 2.5%, so they want to keep the 2% rate, move to the new house, but they found out that if they port that, it's going to make their rate a lot higher. It ported with the bank's posted rate? Posted rate, ah. on whatever term is that they're going into. Makes sense. So that's so then it made it not worth it for this person to hold on to the rate. And I'm not going to name the bank, but that was at a big bank where when we did the same analysis with a non-bank lender, it actually, the port blended with the discounted rate. Right. Okay. So that see, I'm even learning here too. Again, we're always here at Mortgage Teacher. You can reach out, say hi to Jen, welcome her to the team. So Jen, welcome. I would love you to reach out and say hi. <laughs> All of our social avenues. And we're going to hear a lot more from Jen and other mortgage teachers on this show. Mortgage Teacher, teaching you interesting ways to save you interest. I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and I'm signing off. Let you guys go have a great weekend. And hey, keep it classy, London. Hope to talk to you soon. Take care.